today on the Scott Thompson Show on AM 900 CHML. All right, it's been quite a week, really. When you think about it, uh, you know, President uh, Trump becoming uh, inaugurated, I guess, on Friday. And then Saturday, uh, he's tweeting and whining about the uh, the size of the crowd at the inauguration. And the his press secretary says it's the biggest crowd there ever has been in the world. And and you were oh no is this not, is this what's going to happen is this the direction it's going and and you know people are, are worried people are thinking what's going on here what kind of reality show is this and then Monday boom NAFTA Tuesday boom pipelines Wednesday it's Wall Wednesday it's Wall Wednesday right here on CHML it's the Wall today this guy by this guy's going to have all the world's problems solved by Friday at this rate. Uh, so lots of uh, chatter as uh, today's agenda is the wall and moving ahead. Uh, what is it? Is the bark worse than the bite? Let's bring in David Hyde, security consultant, David Hyde and Associates, and he is with us now. Hello, David. How are you today? Very good, Scott. How are you doing? Good. Thank you for taking the time to join us. We greatly do appreciate this. So what will this wall eventually look like? Do you have any idea? Well, Scott, if, if we listen to um, Mr. Trump's rhetoric or President Trump's rhetoric through the through the campaign, uh, it started out as being um, essentially the the U.S.'s version of the Great China Wall. Um, it was going to be, you know, 40 feet high, the, f- the full 2,000 miles of the southern border between U.S. and Mexico. And over time, um, his language and rhetoric has kind of morphed a little. Still, the wall, of course, is still a very key platform uh, of his agenda. But you know, I think he's been talking about maybe a thousand miles might be a more appropriate target. Um, that's just something he's kind of mentioned in passing. Uh, the reporting goes. So I think at this stage right now, I think they're still studying, Scott, the feasibility of building this wall because the reality is campaign rhetoric is one thing you can talk about puffing out your chest and how you're going to do certain things. But the border between the U.S. and Mexico is very topographically challenging. You know, there's lots of different reasons why you just can't build physically. You just can't build a consistent wall-type structure across the whole lot. There's the Rio Grande in Texas. There's rivers. There's uh, Arizona desert. There's swampland. Um, there's privately owned land. There's all kinds of reasons why uh, it's not just going to be a simple matter of signing a check here. So I think what we're going to see is an announcement that planning is underway that likely uh, there will be a wall of some description. But at the end of the day, Scott, um, there's many different ways to protect the border. I mean, I'm in the security field. We, we do protection all the time, not often on borders. So much of major countries like the U.S., they have their own resources for that. But walls, fences, technology, aerial surveillance, staffing, there is ma- many, many ways that you can protect the border. And I suspect that we're going to end up with some type of a variable platform here. Yes, there'll be a wall in some strategic areas, but a lot of new fencing, a lot of new staff, and a lot of new emphasis put on protecting that border. Is it really a wall, or is it, like you're mentioning, a border crossing? I mean, you know, uh, I remember being in Europe a few years ago, and I was kind of surprised that you could move so freely from, you know, one country to the other without a passport, without a border crossing, this sort of thing. Um, You know, you think of the relationship that Canada has with the United States. There isn't a wall, but there's certainly controls, and there's certainly a border. Yeah, I mean, obviously there's a defined border and, and, and there are defined kind of checkpoints and crossing points. And where the risk of incursion is greater, like Mexican-U.S. border, you know, those areas tend to be fenced. 
they've had great success, for example, on the border with San Diego, California, with what's called a double fence. So there's a f- essentially a fence on the Mexican side, a fence on the American side. Mm-hmm. And then when someone, and, and there's a technology um, sensing and protecting the space in between, Scott. So when someone goes over or through that first fence, and it's not an easy feat, it's quite a r- robust fence, but they can get through it if they want to. They can yeah. cut through it. They can you know, try to tunnel uh, under it. Mm-hmm. Um, if they do get into that area between, they've been detected. And now the U.S. Border Patrol has time to get resources over to that area before they can get to the second fence. So there's, there's, there's lots of different you know, approaches and ways that, that you can do this. Uh, but essentially, um, you know, he's promised to build this wall. It certainly is something that, um, you know, there are areas of the border that are quite porous between the, Mexico and the U.S. And so I think if that's the strategy he's trying to get to, I believe that there are more cost-effective ways of protecting the border that maybe uh, would be, uh, you know, um, advantageous over just a, a very expensive and costly wall. And the problem is, Scott, when you build this wall, now we have to put staff across there to, to, to protect that. Mm-hmm. I mean, yes, it's a, it's, a, it's a 30, 40-foot wall, if you go by Trump's description, 10 inches thick, built about probably 7, 8 inches down into the ground uh, or more. Um, sorry, uh, I believe 6 or 7 feet down underground, yeah. so, so tunneling mm-hmm. won't be able to be uh, undertaken. Um, but people are going to need to be protecting that wall, patrolling that wall, and responding to anyone who climbs over it. So you are introducing a whole new requirement for staffing as well. Want to hear more? Download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play and listen to The Scott Thompson Show weekdays from noon to 3 on AM 900 CHML.